Hello, and welcome back to the Last Place Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Ethan, and I'm joined today by my co-hosts, Josh and Ryan. Hello. Uh, Hello. And it's episode three. Episode three already. Um, Josh. The off-season, yeah. Yes, off-season. J. Cole said it uh, best, excuse me. Uh, Off-season, baby. (laughs) Uh, And today, we're going to be evaluating some Dynasty rosters. Uh, Josh, why don't you go ahead and uh, take us away? So we're basically we are going to be evaluating just how our dynasty rosters did in our personal league. We kind of just want to show you just as an example. Oh, hey, here's how things are going. Uh, who sucked? Who did decent? Who sucks more? And then who did the best? Gosh. Yeah, um, me. Yeah. It, and then yeah. And then once we're done uh, evaluating like last year's or last season, or evaluating our rosters from last season. We're going to go into evaluating this upcoming year's uh, rosters from the trades in the early off season and at the end of the year last year. How does their team look for this upcoming year? This is pre-draft, so we don't have any of the rookies in, but it's we're going to try to evaluate based on their current rosters right now. Well, I mean, in looking at this upcoming class, it doesn't seem like there's going to be a whole lot of movers or roster adjustments from a lot of game changers but yeah yeah. i mean wide receivers might get mixy but you know i i wouldn't really say a whole lot about like running backs yeah you're not getting a Najee or etn in this year's class but um there are a few couple receivers quarterbacks where is a definite uh wait and see um obviously if we're talking about actual football trenches defense oh yeah yeah that this class is awesome for that but when it comes to fantasy we do have to say it's not the greatest but yeah (laughs) bit of a dud year but that's okay i mean think of how it's been the last couple years yeah i mean last year was an anomaly you know yeah a pure anomaly um and well things that we think of uh, things that we don't know yet uh really our only thing of news is the Green Bay Packers. What about Rodgers? What about De- Devontae Adams? Well, um, last I heard, the Rod- or the Green Bay Packers are going to let uh, Devontae Adams hit free agency. They're letting him test it. Um, they're still working on a long-term deal with him, but the last I heard, they were going to try to see if he can you know, get something going and in the free agency. So, I mean, I feel like that's, as, that's at least on the Devontae I mean, he, he is a, like, he's one of their best players, but also just as a veteran, I feel like it is like kind of respectful to at least, Hey, you can look at other places, but we still want to sign you. I think that's just more of like yeah. a courtesy thing. Yeah. But I really it it's think respect. Yeah. it's respect. Yeah. The ball is going to float or drop with Rogers. I think we can all agree to that. I right. definitely agree with that. Yeah. He's he's yeah. shown his loyalty time and time again and has professed it many times this offseason. Since the season has ended, he's pretty much said, wherever Rodgers goes, I'll, I'll go. Yeah, so. yeah I, I mean, the whole situation is just interesting, especially with Rodgers, because it's like, okay, well, I'm not coming back. Like, I can say that. And then, okay, well, we get to the end of the season, and it's like, okay, well, actually – you know, I'm thinking about coming back. And then as an organization, they make all this cap space with restructuring Kenny Clark and a, a couple of their other pieces and letting some other guys go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, the whole thing is just 
weird. And, and as an organization, they said, okay, well, we're going to respect your decision. I'm leaving. Okay, but we're going to clear all this cap space because are you really leaving? You know? Oh, dude, you, I, you brought up a great point. I totally forgot to put it in the notes. They did clear cap space. So mm -hmm. I think that might be like, hey, maybe you've heard through the grapevine, but I think no matter what, it's, oh no, the, it, it the Kenny be... the Kenny Clark restructures for sure. Yeah, um, and well, there's I a know, couple of other. But... I think Aaron Jones was the next restructure. Was that today? I'll double check Adam. That Shepard. might have been today. Um, I, but I yeah. I know there's money there, like that they're starting to kind of. Yeah, hmm. I will double Keep check going. Adam Schefter real quick. Just... But I mean, uh, the other thing was with the whole Pat McAfee show incident. You know, that, that was a whole other interesting thing. What of, happened there? So basically summarized what happened is Aaron Rodgers went on the Pat McAfee show and he was talking about how thankful he was to his teammates, how thankful he was to his family. And like, as he moves on to like this next stage, very like cryptic things. So everyone started speculating, oh my gosh, like Aaron Rodgers is about yeah, to so retire too. Oh, like, okay. holy, holy crap. He's about to retire. Yeah. Now, since then, Aaron Rodgers has come out and said, hey, I'm not retiring like yet. Yeah. Like I haven't made any firm decisions on what my future in the NFL is. So just kind of said it, it will be soon, though. So that's something. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. But whether soon is, you know, you know, a month tomorrow or yeah, in next few years, who knows? Yeah. So. Yeah. So and that's that's so. kind of a wait and see issue. And, yeah. you know, with franchise tagging coming up here pretty soon uh do you, do you know the date of that josh i believe the window is now open um i can double check when the day closes hmm. um but yeah otherwise i know you're going to be hearing more people talking about being franchise tag being not especially since yeah. uh uh free agency is right around the corner yeah yeah, yeah. uh the deadline more. for placing a tag is march 8th okay so, yeah, that's right. Oh, so, so it's March 8th to July 15th, excuse me, to reach a oh, new okay, deal. gotcha. Oh, okay. okay so, so there's Feb a time frame there. So the window yeah. to get tagged is from the 22nd to the 8th. Mm -hmm. And then I think, yeah, yeah, the 8th. And then for like a full-term deal is July 15th. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So basically whoever gets tagged, you basically know time's taking on getting a new deal done there for sure. Yeah. Right. Okay, and and really the only other news um, we haven't really uh, necessarily talked about it uh, just because we didn't know a fancy impact. But uh, Brian Flores uh, has been uh, hired as a, a coach, a defensive uh, coach for the Steelers. Um, this terrifies me as a Ravens fan. Uh, <laughs> to start off with that, but I'll be honest with you, I am happy to see Flores not get completely screwed over by the league, and I'm happy that yeah. he will be able to yeah. work. No, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. Like, I think Brian Flores belongs in the NFL. Um, I'm glad that he's with this really good system in Pittsburgh. I mean, he is a great defensive mind, and it'd be a shame to not have him in the NFL. So I'm excited for, yeah. you know, their yeah. kind of feature. I'm, I'm, I'm excited that he, he did end up but, getting a job. He does deserve a job. Yeah, no, NFL. for sure. And, you know, the fact that he did get a job, was awesome um i was not confident that he would just yeah yeah because of how the league kind of steamrolls people who don't disagree with them or who disagree with them so 
uh, I, I'm g- really glad that he got that job. You know, yeah. yeah. He's, he's I mean, that stock for the Pittsburgh defense just it went up more. Yeah. Oh, but this is something to kind of realize is uh, also think of how much that also impacts free agency when you can get like a high like quality guy like like a Flores or in the face of like what he's dealing with right now, which yes, Flores is uh, is suing a couple uh, is has is a what class action lawsuit or something. I, yeah. I don't remember yeah. the terminology for it, but um, for sure, I think that speaks volumes to like the players is like, hey, we're just going to get the best people here. Right. And especially if they're like a high character. And then when it comes to like something like this, it's there's obviously like, I think it can be a big free agent boost. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Right. No, I agree completely. Yeah. Well, guys, that is our shortest news segment ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not much so, to talk about this week. Not much to talk about, but it's roster time. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, one, I think one more thing to add on the whole, um, you know, uh, what the stock can look like for uh, Pittsburgh next year is Miami, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pulling up Sleeper just to be sure. Miami's one was one of the top defenses in terms of points, weren't they? Uh, I believe I know the so. Cowboys I can... were at the top. Cowboys well, not, I'm not talking the about the top, but I'm talking about they were they were up there. They were one of the more dominant defenses. Let's see. So they were one of the more dominant defenses once the winning streak started. So uh, so like it was like right. week nine or some uh, something like that. Um, they they really did. They really start like clamping things down. But uh, Jabari yeah, they were Holland, seven. Jay- Oh yeah, they were their defense seven. Defense oh, seven. See, that's huge. And then look at uh Pittsburgh since you have the document up. Oh, so uh, they were, they were a defense ten. Wait, in in twenty twenty one? Yeah, yeah twenty twenty one in sleeper. Oh, okay, because on, on sleeper here it says they were the number three defense. Uh, their points is 194. Uh, so yep. the, the pecking order was Dallas at 243, New Orleans 217, Buffalo 216, New England 213, Indy 203, Tampa 198, and then the Dolphins at 194. Yeah, they averaged – it was funny is yards per game kind of in the, in the middle about at 15th. And then uh, they – so they allowed about 21 points a game, but that's really because they really locked it down. Mid, uh, mid-year so it, that's a way lower number but uh, as a yeah, fan they defense, struggled to like week nine yeah yeah, th- yeah it took them a bit but uh as a defense so uh, averaging 11 ish points per game it's kind of on the average but not too bad but when you're considering pittsburgh sacks obviously blitzburg but also a lot of the coverages on the back end right that may be something to look into especially because sacks are points interceptions or points uh and so it that honestly this was a home run hire by mike tomlin yeah no i agree yeah, definitely and it's, yeah, he's and, gonna he's gonna really bolster that defense oh yeah and never forget though with flores though he shut down mcvay like just stonewall i'm excited to see what happens in free agency in terms of that offense because i think pittsburgh defensively is in a really good position, but what's this offense going to look like without Noodle Arm, Big Ben? Yeah, but they're also in a good cap space position right now to go out and get a veteran 
quarterback that, you know, that can do something. And I would even you know, say I, veteran. And if you have someone in the draft, a lot like a Malik Willis or a, a Pickett that you like, mm-hmm. um, that you're like, hey, we kind of we our preference would be to give them one year of just development and not throw them out right. there. Mm-hmm. You you have the the space to go get a veteran quarterback like a Jimmy Garoppolo, like a, yep. uh, I mean, heck, Aaron Rodgers if you really wanted to. Right. And because the thing is that defense is ready to win now and that offense can be ready need to, to win now. Yeah, too. they just need a playmaker. Yeah. 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 You, they have you tons need, of offensive weapons. Exactly. You just need a quarterback that, well, fits now. And like Ben mm-hmm. was almost right. his own anomaly, but he was a time capsule of what of everything before. But once like yeah. the arm goes out and obviously the athleticism, like like yeah. due to his the age, injuries and yeah. yeah, yeah, he can't really help that with his age and everything. Yeah, but that team how ready much to go. It's all about getting that quarterback. Yeah, and I mean it, it's kind of the market's interesting because obviously with Coach O'Connell for the Vikings now saying that they're committed to Kirk Cousins, you know, it's yeah. like okay, well, what are the veteran options now? Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun. Well, I mean, Deshaun yeah. still has all the legal cases against him, so that's again yeah. another wait and see. Not many teams are right. going to touch him. Yeah, but but I know uh, the resolution of that's coming up quick. I, th- I thought the case was going to be decided at some point in April. Did I, I see that? Right yeah, now? I was about to. Say, I think it was April. I mean, again, we, even so though the legal agency, man. Yeah, even though we have the legal side, we still don't know the NFL side. So that's where right. you know, we may not know till June or July. That's yeah. That's probably a fair timeline of like how everything's going to go down with the nfl because their judgment's basically going to be off of the civil case yeah exactly and i I don't know if the nfl has their own separate investigation but again right well they'll probably accept the yeah they'll probably accept the court's decision on that and then just right well i mean because what are what are those scenarios and as far as like because this is still you know relevant news this is upcoming yeah, so I don't know to be honest with you. Um, just I don't know. I don't. I wish I had all the like kind of like scenarios that could play out. Yeah. Um. Be, basically, rudimentary, rudimentary. Just thinking about it off the dome. The legal stuff, depending on what happens there, has to be in play. Mm-hmm. Then the NFL could suspend them if they wanted to. And it could be like a year. It could be who knows, depending on the severity of the lawsuit. Then, as far as getting to another team, because he signed a deal, the Texans still has his rights. Yep. Now, the Texans could legitimately say we're going to cut him um, for conduct detrimental to the team. And to be honest with you, avoid that contract. Yeah, they could void that, but that's that's all in an, another like tangled webs that it takes months to like figure out. Right. I'll give you the, yeah. an example. Earl Thomas and the Ravens are still in that issue. So there's, so the Ravens have always had 10 million, just like, Hey, we don't know what's going on here because of the Earl Thomas situation. Right. We can't spend it. We can't get rid of it. It's just kind of a headache. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's definitely something interesting for, for Pittsburgh. I really think, I really hope they don't go the Teddy Bridgewater route. I would rather, I would rather see Garoppolo, honestly. Yeah, yeah. That was, we, we saw that experiment that in Denver. Didn't it didn't work, you know. I but. mean, they, they also did sign Dwayne Haskins. So who knows? Yeah, but I doubt they're in the Tampa Bay boat of like, 
oh yeah, you know, Dwayne Haskins, that's our QB. Whereas, you know, Tampa Bay is like Blaine Gabbert, you know, that's our, that's our QB. That's what yeah, that sounds yeah. like to me. You know, it's like, yeah, um, I, I, yeah that's yeah. questionable. It's like, but, really? You sure Mason Rudolph, really? <laughs> Mason, Mason, have you watched him play? Really? Duck? Really? <laughs> Questionable. Oh, look, but the I'm, helmet. You never know. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you'll, you'll see, man. I, I really think Tampa Bay or Pittsburgh is going to make a play for Watson. So I think that's going to be interesting. Um, I think whoever loses out on Watson makes a play for Matt Ryan. I just have a feeling Matt Ryan might be gone. How do you feel about Russ or Rogers? Like, are like out of those four, who do you think is most likely to move on? Between Russ and Rogers? So Russ, Rogers, Watson, and Russ. Yeah, say? most likely to move is probably Russ. Yeah, I, yeah Russ I'm is in, saying unhappy. Russ. He is unhappy in Seattle right now. Now he just he needs to that. stay away from getting a massage. And yeah. he'll get moved. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't go get him a massage and he'll get out of Seattle. So, yeah. And I think he just wants to get out. So, how yeah. confident do you feel like any other, any uh, of the other quarterbacks could get moved? I think because I think the worst thing that can happen to Green Bay is if Roger says, you know what? I am retiring because then you can't trade him. Yeah. And then that would just be a giant middle finger to them. But if, if they are going to, they're kind of stuck in do we just go all in on Rodgers until he's done and then just kind of cut our losses with love or double down on love and get a haul for Rodgers yeah. Matt Ryan I think the issue is cap but there are ways around it and I think mm-hmm. I think there is a certain and this is kind of a little preview as far as draft there is a certain like bar that if you go below it you might as well just grab Matt Ryan yeah. Well, so. I mean, in terms of like this upcoming draft, I think I think trading for him makes sense for other teams because Atlanta's gonna have to eat the cap since it's yeah. before the uh the start yeah. of the new cap cycle. Yeah. So they'd have to eat that. I think it'd be like 20 million or something like that. Um, so that would be huge for another team. And so I guess as an organization, Atlanta would then have to evaluate like, okay. We're going to have to eat $20 million, but we're getting, you know, maybe a first and something else. Is that worth it? I don't know first, but I could totally see like a second and a third. Um, I I don't know first, but he, the thing is, it, it's kind of like one of the, uh, the, the Wentz and the Sam Darnold deals. But you're dealing with someone here like, oh, he may be something. You're, you already know who Matt Ryan is. I mean, as of right now, he's the number one quarterback in the NFL. Unbelievable. In terms of stats. In terms of stats. Un- all right. Unbelievable. I'm a stats guy. Just because he's old. All right. Listen, you're talking uh, to a Falcons uh, Unbelievable. Fan. Aaron Rodgers is old. Yeah. But... True. He's better statistically than Aaron Rodgers, unless you're talking rushing yards, then, you know, not so much. But... We we really let this man just bring his uh, his Falcons fandom into this. There's no bias. Come on, no no bias whatsoever. Oh, no. okay. Might as well brand a Falcon right there. Yeah, just tattoo the. No, he yeah. you should get it like the Mike Tyson tattoo. Just just oh, yeah, yeah, just wrap around my eye. Yeah, man. wrap around the eye. 
No, I mean, I, I think it Are makes sense. For good... No, I'm not actually. I like <laughs> really? the Saints. Yeah. Can you not tell? No, I'm a Saints fan. <laughs> no, I mean, I think it makes sense, though, for people to make a move for Matt Ryan. I mean, I don't know what it would take because know. that quarterback room in, in Atlanta, I don't know why they would want to do that, but. You would just have to be given a deal that give them an offer they can't refuse. Honestly, right. if someone did give up a first, as much as I would consider that dumb, <laughs> that that may that may be what it takes. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, I mean, how do you turn that down? Especially yeah. either for this year or next year. I mean, 2023 has some awesome players that I'm really excited for. But even this year has a lot of what Atlanta needs, which is defense and trenches you know so how as an Atlanta organization can you say okay this draft that has everything we need and we're going to get an extra shot to hit on somebody in the first round and we're not going to take it yeah it is true it's like do you get do you want the generational edge player or do you want to reach for a quarterback that can be good especially after dealing like after experiencing a franchise quarterback experience right isn't matt ryan like the longest tenured falcons quarterback yeah he i mean he has so yeah so like it's so it's it's you either want to jump on board with that or or and get maybe not a surefire dude or get that surefire edge player corner uh, whoever it is that falls yeah i mean there are options in the second round i mean coral will probably be there in the second round, I think it's going to be interesting for this draft to see who does go in the first. I mean, it's sounding like Pickett, Willis, and um, Pickett, Willis, Howell. Not Howell. Um, Pickett, Willis, uh, Willis for sure. The other, the third one is kind of up in the air. They, it's yeah, probably not it's, like it's, happen, it's, but yeah, it's between Ritter, Howell, and uh, Coral, right? For yeah, three, yeah, Howell, Coral, and Ritter, yeah. I'm team Matt so. Coral. <laughs> Already started with Makes there. Sense. Yep. So, but that dynasty is evaluation. Yep. Yeah, that is basically dynasty, right. evaluation. dynasty evaluation. Nice little the meat there. So basically, here's how we're going to do it. We are going to go from descending order all the way up because we want to talk about the crappy teams out the way really quick. Yeah. Please notice the irony. Um, but uh, basically, we're going to talk about the past season, and then we see how they, how possible or excited are are you for this team mm-hmm. next season? So we're going to start with the worst team in the league. <laughs> and Alex Helt, come on down, please. <laughs> yeah, so Alex Helt, uh, his team ended as I pull it up. Six and eight. Yep, six and eight. Yep. Um, honestly, his best draft choice, in my opinion, was getting Jalen Waddle eighth round. Who he worst. traded in the yep, who he, yep, we, we will get there. And then um, <laughs> brought, uh, he really did steal Tony Pollard from me. Um, but let, let's look at let's look at his team um, right now, though. QB nine, Dak Prescott, and then your running backs are RB six, Ezekiel Elliott, RB twenty, Melvin Gordon. And then your top two receivers are Stephon Diggs, Jalen Waddle over the year with Hunter Henry. And and then your flex, Antonio Brown until halftime. And then obviously uh, Tony Pollard. 
So, honestly, how do you guys feel about how he did this past year? I, if I were to give him a letter grade, I'd say a D. I don't really like it. I don't like his roster. For one, he kind of, he traded away like a lot of his team. Or I think some quality players on his team. Yeah. And I think it's just an aged roster. Uh, He needs to go into a rebuild, which Mm -hmm. is going to take a couple of years. This is not like a one-year rebuild. This is a multi-year rebuild. And that's why I'm glad he has, he has two first round picks this year. What he's going to use it on. Don't know. Hopefully wide receivers, hopefully wide receivers or running back. Cause he could probably use another running back. Melvin Gordon isn't going to last very long. With yeah. Yeah. in the Broncos. So I, I think he, he just needs to start rebuilding over the next couple of years. I'm in the boat on uh, rebuilding, uh, but Ethan, tell me what you feel. Yeah, I think his team is a dumpster fire um, (laughs) in a tornado (laughs) in the middle of a famine. Uh, He has nothing, and anything he did have, he got rid of. I I don't know. Ethan, tell the truth. uh, You're right. I think think he's not going to be okay. I, I think he's don't, not don't hold back. gonna be okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, it's exactly oh what you said. Gosh. He he's in a full multi-year rebuild and it's year one. Um, but hey, you know, shoot for the stars and you might just hit the dumpster out back behind the Applebee's, which is exactly where he landed. If he doesn't um, trade away everything. Definitely behind the Applebee's. Yeah, definitely behind the Applebee's. And um, Margarita Monday. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Margar- right. He was he, he got a little too carried away, but you know, I mean, so, Stefan Diggs is a good player. You know, I, I think I think Dak is going to be okay in Dallas. I, I like the potential of that offense. I just don't love that they have Mike McCarthy as their head coach. I, I think he's just so yeah. conservative, and that offense wants to make plays. So it's almost like their offense and defense needs to be flipped. Like, you know, they need a conservative yeah. defense that takes care of business and then an offense that makes plays. But they kind of have the reverse of that right now. So, I mean, I think he's fine. Dak is, you know, he's not old. He's not young, but he's a good quarterback. Zeke. Ah. So, this, so this is where I, I think feel like. Tony Pollard is going to take over that. So that's, yeah. that's, my, that's where I was going to. It's like, well, yeah. at least he has his replacement for Zeke. Because yeah. I think eventually it will be Tony Pollard. And I think Zeke being RB6 is almost like fool's gold. And it's like, oh, I guess he ended well. But, I mean, Derrick Henry was out, like, for most of the year. Like, Dobbins, Akers. I think both of them. Chubb was hurt. CMC was hurt. I think they all would have, if they played healthy, would have ranked higher than Zeke, to be honest with you. No, I agree. Definitely. Definitely. Especially with Pollard, you know, just eating into his carries. Yeah. Yeah. And I, now I do like by the end of I, the year they split the backfield. Sorry, right. go ahead. No, no, you're good. I, I do like Brandon Cooks though. I like I like the future for the Houston Texans offense. I like Davis Mills. I think he can develop into something. I like the offense. I like Brandon Cooks. They, they need, need some more. Talent. Yeah, they need a little yeah. bit more talent, uh, especially in the trenches. But 
thankfully, they have a couple of picks in this draft. They have some money for free agency. You know, there's there's going to be some dudes, which we're going to cover here in a couple of weeks about all of the free agents and where we think they might land. Yep. But I like the spot that the Texans are in. I, I'm going to be interested to see what Lovey Smith does, but there, there is some hope for this roster. But no hope for Alex's yeah. roster is what I'm hearing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dumpster fire. He's just, yeah. he's just, it's an aged team. Yeah, it's, yeah. An, aged team it's an older team. They need to, he needs to rebuild. Yeah, so my biggest thing is I so I gave him a D as well. So I, I yeah, I gave him a D as well. I didn't give yeah, my grade. Yeah, we but, just yeah. diner drive diners drives and dives it, whatever it's called. Yeah. But um but basically no, D is for dumpster fire. Oh, gotcha. Dumpster, dumpster, dumpster. Um, yeah. but basically, I mean Diggs is really your big piece. Yeah. But even then he's he's not necessarily elite, he's not a weak winner. It, I feel like is what last year kind of showed us is that he can be consistent, yeah. which is great. Don't get me wrong, but he's not going to go take you over the top to go. No, once he's on, he's going to win you the week entirely outright. Yeah. Um, and then Zeke is not so good. I mean, Pollard, Dak, we're going to have to see what the new Dak is. Obviously, yeah. this first year was impacted by the ankle injury last year, but now this year, make no mistake, it's we're going to see – yeah, what it's you're healthy now. Out. Yeah, you're healthy like, now. You're healthy. We know it. We know you're healthy. Do something, please. Help us. Exactly. Um, yeah. I will say it, and I will dunk on this trade, but don't forget, I got Kittle from him for basically oh a bag gosh. of chips and Alan, uh, well, Alan Robinson. Um, but, but like, I think with Alex's roster, it's like he did all right, but I don't like where where it went i don't like where it's heading and so i mean this is a perfect time to kind of transition to how you guys view this team next year but we're all in agreement it's a rebuild yeah no he's rebuilding there's 100 yeah, rebuilding definitely all right so that's the first crappy team let's go to the second crappy <clears throat> team my team uh, oh, oh actually yeah. one one more thing for for Ooh, alex yay okay uh, he, that's not he, talking about me <laughs> Yay. <laughs> he does have Odell Beckham Jr. So I do like that for him mid-season of next year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that see, that's a good point. I, I forgot I almost tried to get him too. Um, but oh like honestly, Odell hopefully comes back healthy in that offense. By far will at least be a top 24 receiver. Yeah. In my so opinion. I that is probably the one thing he does have. But other than so, that complete rebuild yeah Diggs and odell solid but melvin gordon gonna get phased out eventually uh tight end needs work yeah and we'll see what happens with quarterback now um, i do think that that the chemistry that mac jones and hunter henry can develop into something but that's going to be more a measure of how much mac develops yes from year one to year two but there's yeah. hope all right, and then now let's go to the next team, my team. Unfortunately, I went six and eight last year as well. Thought I was really close to playoffs. Let's be honest, I was nowhere close. Um, but overall, I mean, obviously, we'll talk about last year first. I think I've done quite a bit since the offseason started to where hopefully I don't have this season again. Uh, but guys, just just roast it. Just burn it. <laughs> 
So uh, I give you a D minus. <laughs> Fair. Yep. Just because <laughs> your team was riddled with with injuries, it was not great for you. Bad draft. In you all, took Julio Jones, which is kind in of all yeah. it was. Yeah, you took not only Julio Jones but AJ Brown also. Yeah, I don't. See, that I, I just one got or the greedy other. There, yeah, I should have yeah, one, one or the other because you get. I mean, and the only one that makes sense is AJ Brown, unless it's Mike Evans and Chris Godwin when Tam, when Tom Brady was there. Tampa Brady. Tampa Brady. Yeah, when Tampa Tom Brady, Brady was there. Unless it's those two, you don't draft two wide receivers on the same team. That's rough. Yeah. Um, but it was it was just a bad draft, but you made up for it in midseason trades and acquisitions. You really made up for it. Because I think the Darnell Mooney trade, where you got Darnell Mooney from me and Ayuk and CMC for Dalvin Cook and Devo. I know giving up Devo probably hurt a lot this year. It probably hurt a lot this year. But I think later on down the road, getting two young players like Ayuk and Mooney and having CMC on your team is going to make up for it. Because those two in the upcoming years, I see them booming. So... I think last year you got such a bad grade just because of what you had on your team. Really the only, the only people that shined were Antonio Gibson. And even that was flashes in the pan where he would go up and then go down, go up and then go down. You know, he'd score a 30 point game and then he'd score like eight points. So you didn't really have consistency there. And that's why you were six and eight, but as a whole, your team is much better this year now that you have all the injuries, injured players back. Your team as a whole is much better. So I think your future is yeah. bright, but last year you, it was, was bad. a dumpster fire. Yeah, it was bad. Dumpster fire. So I think because of all the trades you made, your team is much better off. Yeah. So. Ethan, fire yeah. the shots. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, my D grade is for dumb. Uh, but at least it's not dumpster fire. Um, I mean, listen, like there's actually hope on this team, which is what I think you have going for you. I mean, I think, yeah, Michael Carter is a great choice. I think that's going to be a good running back for you in the future. Um, I think stealing George Kittle, which I mean, Allen Robinson this last year had a worse like chip policy than Lays, which is saying something because his bag was just empty. Yeah, like, at least Lay's put something in there for you. Yeah, but Alan Robinson's half. bag was empty. He left his bag at home with the wife and kids. Yeah, he did. So, you know that that's a good move. Obviously, getting Lamar from me that's going to help you at quarterback because you had Carson Wentz. So yeah. that's already <laughs> a mountain you've climbed. But Lamar's future <laughs> yeah. is is decent. You know, I mean, I don't love him because he has no help other than you know Mark Andrews, Manders. Um, but I mean, other than that, I, I don't think Lamar looks great. I think he's taken a lot of hits too. And there's a lot of wear and tear on his body. And that's something to watch over the next couple of years, especially being someone who relies on his legs. But 
I, I don't think it's bad. I think there's hope there. Um, I mean, obviously, Ryan hit it on the head. Darnell Mooney was a money trade that you made. Still having A.J. Brown young is really good for your team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trey Lance has shown that he has a connection with Brandon Ayuk. <clears throat> so that's really good for the future. Obviously, CMC is CMC. If he gets a little bit less touches, you know, he's going to be a consistent 20-point threat. Uh, I think Rashad Penny is going to be interesting, and same with uh, Robert Woods. But mm-hmm. I think as long as you don't think away and explain away your team, you're going to be okay. And, yeah, I gave you, you know, I gave you a D-plus for last season. I think for your future, I gave you a C-plus. So yeah, your team I would is agree on the that. rise. Your team is agree. on the rise. I think your your team is looking better in the future, and you still have a lot of draft picks, you know, that you can utilize this year and next. So yeah, so I appreciate that y'all think it's better than last year because <laughs> good God, last year was as bad as I. Yeah, think you just I've didn't seen. catch a break. Yeah, as soon as the CMC injury. I yeah no yeah. I was dead inside, but. Yeah, that's the one thing. It's like I know I, personally for me as a fantasy player, like I can always adjust midseason. And that's one thing where it's like that's where like for me, I'm just like almost like playing cards. It's like all right, this one and this one and this one and like and try to make it work. Then obviously with the offseason, at some point you also kind of know that you can't just band-aid everything midseason. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to just make your move. And so that's where – I mean, giving up Mac Jones, Gainwell, few draft picks to get Lamar. Got Amon Ross St. Brown. I got uh, Saquon, um, Darrell Williams, uh, giving up a pick and uh, Tim Patrick. Um, yeah. But I basically what are this kind of the few things I've kind of learned. It's you can never have too many running backs. You need and you need weak winners. Just yeah, you know. that's the truth. Yeah, you need so, consistency. Exactly. So that's where I'm hoping, especially for me being on the on the rise there uh now let's go to the next team philip and i guess i can start with this one because i haven't really talked much but uh i gave him i gave him a d minus largely because obviously injuries kind of killed him and not having depth behind it is a problem but the other issue not many moves done to counteract it and that's coming yeah and that's coming from someone who has Herbert, has Jefferson. And then obviously your running backs were just depleted, but like you, he, he is a legit sleeper for me uh, for next year. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of my response. You gave him a D minus. I actually gave him a, a C plus, which I think was generous, but having, you know, being eighth on the, in the league, his roster really doesn't show it surprisingly. Like he's got TJ Hawkinson, a very good tight end that was kind of shafted near the end of the year by injuries and whatnot. Yeah. But QB Hunter two. Renfro. Oh yeah. QB I Hunter mean, Renfro, receiver nine. Yeah. Hunter Renfro, Justin Jefferson, Derek Henry, and Justin Herbert. Solid team. Yeah. That's super very solid, solid team. Yeah. And I that's why I think like, you know, he he had a solid team. He just the Derrick Henry injury killed him. Killed him. Absolutely killed him. 
I don't think he won many games after like week. Because on top seven. of that, he also had Cam Akers, who was yeah. torn Achilles and not clear to play, and, so he didn't have yeah. a running back. And two out. Nor of did his, he have Michael Thomas? That's yeah, true. two out of his three top picks, or four top picks, were Cam Akers and Michael Thomas, and both of them were out because he auto drafted. So gave him a draft of draft grade was awful like f but overall his team was really good and his his pickup one of the best free agent pickups of the year i'll say is hunter renfro absolutely he picked him up in free agency in july of last year like that's that's good like dang yeah so yeah, I mean, for me, uh, D is for doormat. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're just taking it back to elementary school today. That's going to be how all of our grades are. But um, no, I mean, it's like you said, he didn't do anything. I mean, his draft was crap. I mean, he he didn't need to take Thomas and Akers when he took them. Like, he could have still gotten those players deeper in the draft, and he just fumbled the bag. Um so, I mean, that that was bad for him. I, he didn't make any free agency moves really other than Hunter Renfro. That's really the only yeah. one he made. Other than that, it was just kind of, oh, I don't have a defense this week. I need to pick up a defense. Mm-hmm. He was so, pretty dormant. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts having that as a backup QB, that's, that's a plus for this roster. Obviously, still having Derrick Henry is a plus. He didn't look the same when he came back in the playoffs. That could be concerning. Um, or that could just be a lack of reps. Uh, but he's probably rusty. I mean, overall, I I don't love this team. Um, you know, my, I don't believe in Miles Gaskin. I TJ Hawkinson. I mean, maybe he comes back. Same thing with Michael. Injuries kind of killed him. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. if you could get fifty percent of Michael Thomas, I think that's it. it makes it worth it. And then old. Well, yeah, at least just getting something. And then with Hawkinson, I don't think he'll be outside of the top 10 for the rest of his career, honestly. Well, I mean, the only thing with Michael Thomas, too, though, is do they have James Winston at QB? Do they have a QB? Are they going with Taysom yeah. Hill? Can they give him no. help? It's a big it's a big question know. mark for, for yeah. Michael Thomas. But I don't believe in that team. He could come back. Not Definitely not what he was two years ago. Yeah. But he could come back. And like Josh said, you know, if you got 50% of what he was getting, that would make him a top 20, you know, uh, yeah, wide receiver. Absolutely. So I think, you know, with what he's got on his roster right now, if Michael Thomas comes back and TJ Hawkinson does decent next year and his roster stays healthy, this team is a dangerous underdog. It's a tough Dangerous out. underdog. So dark horse at best. It's a it's dark horse, but he's he's an underdog at best. At I best, really think it's a dark so. horse. Yeah. I wouldn't call his team a dark horse. I would need to honestly for me to go. Oh crap! No, he's he's in the running. I would need to see another top running back. Whether that, yeah, whether you well, it's like a Josh Jacobs or something like that. But yeah, but but, but we don't know because he's got Cam Akers on his bench. That is true. Cam Akers could come back next year, and you know rush for 1200 1500 yards i maybe who knows i don't know 
I wouldn't and take. With, and with what Derrick Henry did at the beginning of the season last year, and this is just me being, just looking at the roster and saying, what if? What yeah. if this happens? I mean, if that happens, that is a scary team. I do not want to go up yeah. against that team. Let's not forget here that Derrick Henry was averaging 31.51 points a game. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. Time will tell on that one. Yeah. But what I will say is the only thing I believe less in than Cam Makers having a good year next year is Tom Brady playing week one. So Cam okay. Akers, Cam Akers is slow. Cam Akers have he has no burst. Well, okay. you have, you have to give they are losing their left tackle. I mean, who know? Who knows? There's been rumors that he may play for one more year. That everyone may try and do it again. But I think I think with Cam Akers as though is that out of all the running backs on that team, he is technically the most durable. Which, but that's not really saying much. But surprisingly, you, you also have to remember he just miraculously is done with an Achilles injury in five months, which doesn't happen. So giving him a full year to develop, who knows what the the uh, Rams are going to do? But again, yeah. with hopefully healthy receiving core, Cooper Cup being Cooper Cup, like Cam Akers could be could be something because I, I believe Dur- more in Darrell Henderson personally. Darrell Henderson. Darrell Henderson. Yeah, Darrell he Henderson. lasted sixteen weeks. He lasted sixteen can, weeks, and then if I can have Darrell Henderson for and then the weeks, second Cam. And then the second Cam Akers got healthy again, they dumped Henderson. Yeah. Which I don't. They dumped him like two-day-old trash. I don't – but I don't agree with that because Darrell Henderson played great this last season. It's Obviously, the, he had the foot thing, but – It's just the he was all right. like injury, so. But they yeah. also understand it's like, oh, crap, we have to get – Sony Michelle in this, he, and then eventually he was by the end of the year. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that's that's true. Um, by a lot, but we're all we're all excited for this team. Honestly, I think Dark Horse definitely for sure. Yeah, not all but, of us are excited. Oh yeah, that's true. E- Ethan wants. <laughs> Ethan chose violence. <laughs> Two out of the three of us. Two out of the three it's, of us. Ethan cho- chose violence this morning. Yes. Which brings us to Michaela, which I'm going to start. Um, yeah, go ahead. Her her grade is also a D. D is for disgusted. I mean, she's another person who just didn't do anything. Um, like she she had a great roster and gave all of it up for no reason. Yeah, I just traded everyone and their grandma. Here's the trade. There's a trade. I'm getting nothing in return. <laughs> the Oprah Winfrey um, of our league. It helps yeah. have a hard time in our league. Yeah, I mean, Mandrews, obviously, that's great. For yeah, that's, her. that's her best draft choice, for sure. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, uh, of course. She got rid of Saquon for nothing. Uh, she does yeah. still have Hey, Patrick hey, Mahomes. hey, hey, I, I gave up quite a few. Yeah, who she drafted in the first round. Who she did draft in the first round for whatever reason. But she still <laughs> still have Patrick Mahomes. And he's a great quarterback and young, and I Joe believe Mixon. Patrick Mahomes. She does still have mix. RB3, Joe Mixon. Let's, yep. I, that's RB4. another player, I believe. RB4 based on – no, RB3. I'm stupid. And let's also not forget James Conner. Yeah, surprising underdog last year, James Conner. Yeah, and on top of that, she has an ace in her uh, – uh, like up her sleeve, which is Matthew Stafford. 
yeah. that's draft. That's or that's uh that's draft that's capital, trade capital she's missing out on. Definitely trade definitely trade capital, but like I mean well, we'll talk about her uh her team later on, but if I'm Ashley and if Aaron Rodgers somehow switches his mind and says retiring, gotta make the move. Yeah. I mean, for her, she does have Keenan Allen, which that's a plus. Keenan Allen's a great wide receiver. He kind of just had some yeah. interesting luck with this Did weird she, 2021 Williams. Yeah. And she had Amon Ra, but she traded him. And already. traded that for – it's whatever. It's whatever. I'm disgusted. Her moves were terrible. Her trades were I terrible. Her season was terrible. Somebody else yeah. say something. Just had bad grades. Or bad trades, and a, I, I grade it as a C minus, and that was very, very generous. Just, I, I, I want to give her these grades because the like a better grade because of what she has in store over the next two years. I so will, I, I will I'd say it. Give I'll her make a C minus. Yeah, I was gonna say like I mean I gave her a failing grade um honestly i i I have it as a d right now but it really should be like d minus or something just Mm. because the trades were really bad and on top of that didn't jump on the stafford bandwagon uh early enough but she i will say though for her she does control the league the direction of the league for the next two years he has an insane amount of draft picks. She has hoarded draft picks over this year. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends yeah. on what she does with them. But I mean, that, that, that's I mean, what, what does she have? Yeah. So here, so, so, I mean, so if, she, if Christian yeah, let's Kirk, go. let's go. She's got the number four pick this year. The one hundred four, two two hundred two, two hundred four, three hundred six, three hundred four, four hundred four, five hundred four, and then next year has has my first. And my and second. second, yeah. So, so she's got two firsts, two seconds, and then the third. That'll be good two years from now, but I mean, yeah. But if this, she hits class, isn't going to help her a lot. Yeah. So I mean, that's, who kn- that's true. Who knows? That's like, true. but at this point, like for her, it's you just take the best player available. Yeah. And if she I hits on anybody, yeah. If she hits on anybody, then like then she's got it, man. Yeah. And then if you want to, if you're oh she, if she's like, oh, I'm really close, I can actually like jump in the contention. I have draft picks to go get someone. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think exactly. one thing that's gonna kill her next year is having uh James Robinson. I think that's gonna suck for that her one. That one hurts my soul. Yeah. yeah. I would have I would have traded him away. Yeah, I would have found this year. Yeah, because not only ETN, but also the torn Achilles late in the year. Would it would have traded him away for future picks or younger player? Because he has no future there after ETN gets gets in and is healthy. They're gonna either be splitting downs or he's just gonna be cut out of the picture. And is yeah. And then Obviously, Robert Woods coming back from the ACL. Lockett, we'll see what happens depending on the rust situation. Um, Boyd, Kirk, Slayton's probably a no-go. Brian Edwards, probably no. Yeah. Um, but Kenyon Drake is a big no. Yeah, Kenyon Drake is a very much a big no. But yeah. I will say Claypool could rise up. 
clay pool. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, especially not having noodle arm anymore. Well, I also see Juju leaving. I, oh, yeah. Juju more. is going to leave in free agency. I, yeah, so then it'll just I be Deontay. Guarantee it. Be Deontay, Chase, and then your Which, occasional James Washington big touchdown. I like more for Deontay. I, I think Deontay is a massive buy right now. But, yeah. you know, Chase Claypool is also going to benefit from Juju leaving. Yeah, it's when you're 6'4", 230. Yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, how do you miss that? Yeah. But, exactly. But I think she's she's got a decent future ahead of her. Definitely. If I would agree makes, with that. If she makes smart moves, mm-hmm. not like the ones that she's been making this year. Right. But if she makes smart moves in the off or in the off season this year with the draft, and I'd say the draft next year. I think, I think it- she could have a contender. Because these these are young players. I mean, Joe Mixon, Mahomes. I mean, he they could have decent years in the next two years. Yeah, yeah. If she can hit uh, hit on at least what three players, three four within the next two years, maybe not superstars, but yeah, maybe not superstars, but consistent. And then yeah, you definitely have something on your hands there. Now let's talk about the league's big, biggest disappointment. <laughs> all right, right. Go ahead, Go all ahead. right ethan you want the first shot or me uh it'll probably be better if you take the first shot all righty let me just tell you right here i'll still forever gloat that ashley beat you first round that, that, i'll oh, start off with that <laughs> that's um, never injuries, man i didn't have swift i didn't have no nah, you got finessed no, hold yeah. the l finessed i I did not Swift. All right. All right. Let's let's start off with this. You do have one of the, the league's better teams. Let's start off with that. Yeah. However, however, boy, did Dalvin Cook have a grudge against you. Yeah. And then like you screwed personally. Me. And then <laughs> absolutely on, screwed on, me. On top of that, I think. You kind of got lucky with some of the rookie picks. You got Pitts and you got Jamar Chase. Thank goodness Jamar Chase like went like blew up the way he did. Man, I had a feeling about him when I was drafting. I I don't know why. I just saw him and I was like, yeah, I gotta I gotta pick him up. Like there's something about this kid. He's he's gonna do really well. So yeah, you I sure just did. Wide receiver five. So you have two top five receivers, which is crazy, and Debo yeah. and Jamar Chase. Uh, yeah, Osborne, Godwin's still there, Trevor Lawrence, eh. And then you got the Patriots running backs. Uh, as far as last your first round exit was a culmination of just making the wrong moves for two to three straight weeks. Yep. Yeah. Um, especially not having uh Dalvin Cook in the Thursday night game and then to have him in week 15. And then uh on top of that is well, Swift being injured yeah, and Swift Chris being, Godwin being injured. Yeah, so I think I I would say for you, depth is the most important thing you need to look at. Whether that be going to looking at a completely different team, looking more at the scheme there, like because I, I kind of like what happened to me once the injury started started piling up and you didn't have a backup plan. Yeah. Now I will say he does have a little bit more for next year. I mean, Jalen yes. Waddle is great depth. 
Uh, Singletary is great depth for next year. Um, I think Chris Carson will be good depth. Same with uh, Harris out of New England at running back. Carson is still, I don't know, but I, I really think the biggest thing that helps you was the Joe Burrow trade. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's kind of why I, I went for, uh, for Carson. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I, I didn't know if he was going to be back next year, if he was going to yeah. have any role, if anything, you know, he's a veteran back that I can just have on my bench, you know, and see if he does, you know, yeah. And getting Jacobs really helps too. So, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, in terms of consistency, that's going to be good for your roster. So, I mean, if, if we want to swing it to me now, uh, I I gave Ryan a C minus, but the reason why it's a C minus is for crappy luck. Um, I mean, obviously Dalvin cook situation was crappy luck. You know, the first round exit was crappy luck with Jamar dropping an egg for his team. I mean, it was crappy and luck. Brady that week too. Yeah. Uh, Brady got me like, what, eight points? Yeah, yeah. something like that. Like that. And Chris Godwin got injured that week too and didn't yeah. put up a ton. So, yeah. I mean, it was crappy luck around. I, I mean, I think it was crappy luck too that Kyle Pitts didn't score as many touchdowns. And, you know, but that's something to look out for. Any. Yeah, he didn't score any touchdowns. So, obviously that – He scored one. In, uh, against yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, barely scored yeah. any. Yeah. It wasn't in the U.S. <laughs> okay. Well, he did in the Pro Bowl, so I'm excited for him for next year. But, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, hopefully that crappy luck doesn't continue and it affects Singletary or the volume that Waddle was getting. Yeah. I think if, you know, those remain, you know, consistent pieces, you mm-hmm. do have a top four team for next year um, and have a repeat of some winning – uh, winning streaks. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I think what made me so happy was this offseason trade for Joe Burrow. Yeah, as you that, should. That Which you should loved be. just because I, it was right before my Tom Brady. I should say my Tom Brady. My like my Brady, the player. He's just holding on to Tom Brady. Yeah, my yeah. My Tom Don't Brady. let go. Giving him no, giving him little kisses. Please it stay. Was, it was like I'll wear Uggs, I promise. I mean, he was like I'll wear the Uggs, you know, Tom, and I'll go on your boat. He was like a centerpiece for my team. I'll catch the Lombardi so, for you. It was before he decided he was <laughs> he was retiring. So it made me so happy that I already had Joe Burrow on my I'll team. I'll watch your kids so you can play more it. football, Tom. So I wasn't okay. You guys I'll done? drink I'll drink all the plant smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was very happy that I got Joe Burrow, uh, that I already had him on my team, didn't have to worry about, you know, panicking and trying to find somebody either in this upcoming draft or, you know, panic buying, trying to get somebody this offseason. So I'm, but, I'm glad I already had him. So also with that being said, with the draft upcoming, you did throw a game in order to get a better pick. Um, and I just think it's relevant too with the uh, Miami owner, you yeah. know, he, at least he was paying Brian Flores to throw games. You did it for free. So yep, yeah, I mean, I the crap yeah. grade for your team stands. It was for mind. one draft position and yeah. a draft that we told you, Hey, there may not be that many good people. And yeah. a draft that doesn't matter. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I was just done with the season at that point. I was just like, So honestly, whatever. I wouldn't be super hopeful like, for your luck going forward in the future yeah. to change from yeah. crappy. 
Yeah, for that, throwing that, that's a game. That's some bad juju. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I, I no. you know, maybe you'll turn it around. Here's the obvious thing. You're definitely going to be one of the better teams next year. Like, team yeah. is still oh, like, set up. It's Ryan. Yeah. You know, Ryan's always good. I mean, I, yeah. I've literally had, like, two – not trying to jinx myself here, but in my seven – Boy, you better knock on wood doing right this, now. Uh, seven years of doing this, I've had three – no, two losing seasons to uh, under 500 seasons that's two less than mine so, and one of them was this one of them was this year in one of my other weeks yeah so i at least have gone 500 and over so yeah but well moving forward to the person that you threw a game to <laughs> jacob um I mean, do you guys want me to start off? Uh, uh, yeah, start off. But I think you yeah, and I are going to have a similar uh, similar uh, idea here. Yeah, I mean, C for Jacob as well is, I mean, I just, I don't, I don't even know where to start with this team. Like, I, I would say like C is for crappy as well. Uh, kind of like Ryan. Like, there's just so many questions with this team. Like, you know, is Calvin Ridley coming back? Is he going to be good? What's going on with Miles Sanders in uh, Philadelphia? Is David Montgomery still going to be good, even though they don't have an offensive line? Where's, you know, what's happening with Terry McLaurin? What's going on with his wide receiver one, uh, Devontae Adams? What's going on with his quarterback, Russell Wilson? Is Leonard Fournette going to come back after his injury? Is he going to be okay? Is Cordero Patterson staying with the Falcons? Because that's really the only hope for his career is, whether or not he stays with them, is Michael Pittman going to kind of rebound from the bad, you know, second half of the season that he had? Mike Gusecki is his only good tight end. What's Miami's offense going to look like under a new head coach? Like, there's just so many questions about this team that who knows what next year is going to look like for him. I I have a very, very similar outlook. Um, it's really just a big question mark. But you have to look at not just the individuals, but as, as a whole. Last year, his team was good, was very good. Yeah, it was like, consistent. Look at, look at all of the depth that he had. If one person got injured or was out or something happened to him, he literally had another player that he could plug in that was as good or better. So – you know, last year, I understand like that grade is for the future. Yeah. But, so I'd say for last year, C would last be year. consistent. For the future, C is for crappy. So it's the same grade, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, the grade's not changing. It's just, I don't think you understand the, the grading system. I don't think you understand that. No, I'm just putting my own flair on it. You know? C is for crappy. D is for dumpster fire. Yeah, exactly. No, but that's but, what it is. But last year, I think he did really well with having a team that was fairly solid, you know, with the exception of Russell Wilson that he kind of dropped off the map later really on just the because of the injury. Yeah. He dropped off the map. He didn't really have anybody to, to really take over that position. Um, he had Mayfield. That's it. But even that, like not a good substitute. Yeah. But he had people that could be replaced and 
it was it was a great system that he had. I mean, he stockpiled all of his wide receivers. The problem is the problem is is that every, every single receiver basically has a question mark going into the next year. Exactly. And I think that just leaves that leaves me ranking him for next season low. Yeah. I agree with that. So many question marks. I yeah. I have no clue what is going to go on with his team. Yeah, I really? honestly don't know either. Um, I literally put in our show uh, notes, I was like, where do I even begin here? Because like, yeah. I, it's not like I don't – I hate the players there. Like, I don't. I yeah. really do like the team yeah. that has built. But there are just so many question marks surrounding each individual player that it's yeah. like – it's constant state of anxiety, basically. Yeah. Russell Wilson, does he get traded? Does he not? Who knows? Um, yeah. Leonard Fournette, great. Brady's retired. Where does he go? He's a free agent. Cordero Patterson, can he like put up the same yeah. numbers? Uh, and he's a free agent. Yeah, and, and really is a free the only, agent. The only yeah. ones that I I really liked were Kadarius Tony, David Montgomery, and Michael Pittman. And Kadarius Tony, who knows? Brand new regime. We have no idea. Yeah, yeah. we don't we don't know what he's going to go to. Yeah, but and David Montgomery kind of has control of that backfield for yeah. now. But he needs O line help. Is yeah, the only thing line help. Yeah. But he's been fairly consistent the last couple of years. That's even fair. with a terrible O-line and a bad yeah. QB, all of that. So I think the consistency is there for Montgomery. Kadarius Tony has a lot of potential. He's young. And then Pittman, you get a nice QB over there. Like that's not finally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think he'll he'll be fine. So yeah, I gave him a B. I gave him a B because I was like, you know what, you still perform pretty well, but as far as the future goes, we'll see. Trey Sermon wasn't a good pick either. Yeah. All righty, let's go to the. Yeah, that was C. Let's go to the next. Only he had the Elijah Mitchell foresight. Yeah, if only. So let's go to the next team here. This one, guys, I just think I have a small vested interest and in why I want to uh, go first on this one. Um, <laughs> low key, I think, one, I, I obviously outperformed expectations. So we're going to talk about yeah. my, wife's, my wife's team, Ashley. Uh, outperformed expectations, honestly, considering she, you lost basically all her backs minus Austin Eckler. Um yeah. And then there's Chad Burrow, Rogers, and then um, let's just see like who else. Tyreek Hill, who basically fell off the face of the earth um, for the last half of the year. Mike Evans, but and then on top of that, Waller being a, a complete bust. Yeah. Now, within the mega trade that we did, she low key fleeced everyone because. Now her team looking like Rodgers, who knows, but Dalvin Cook, Dobbins, three receivers in the top 10 and four in the top 24 is absurd. I, I'm I'm just going to make this prediction now. You can laugh at me. She wins next year. She wins the championship. Bold prediction. Bold, Bold. prediction. Bold prediction, but – I mean, look at her lineup. If Rodgers, now this is only if, if Rodgers comes back and has another, you know, great season, Tyreek Hill 
Cooper Cup, Dalvin Cook, J.K. Dobbins, Mike Evans. And your choice of Waller, Goddard, I or Fryermuth. Yeah. And she's, she's got great tight ends to spare. Yeah. But she's got so much going for her. Yes. Like, oh my gosh. If, I mean, Tyreek Hill and Cooper Cup, if they both have great seasons, holy crap. Like, Tyreek Hill, you know, already has 60-point games. Imagine if Cooper Cup has another, you know, one of his blowout seasons and Tyreek Hill. You know, I don't think he's going to win the Triple Crown, you know, like he did this year. But if he has another great season, imagine those two being on the same roster. Just even 80% of Cooper Cup this past year will make this completely worth it. I mean, that's 50, 60 points just on two players. Yeah. I mean, holy crap. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, for Ashley – I, I think I agree with you guys' grade better than the initial one I gave her, which is a uh, – I gave her initially a B, but I definitely think she's in the uh, the B-plus range from last year. I mean, she made, you know, good enough moves, I would say. I, I think she – or the moves she made helped her team. Um, yeah. They, they made her team better. So there you go. There's her B. Um, <laughs> but – you know, I, I don't know. There is still a couple of questions about next year, just about repeat performances, kind of like what you guys are talking about. But no, I, I agree. She's one of the top teams. I, I It's just Tyreek Hill is going to be a question mark. How well Cooper Cup's going to do is a question mark. JK is going to be a big question mark. Yeah. Uh, if Dalvin can, you know, stay uninjured. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't retire, you know, if Mike Evans is able to do you know, what he did last year, who knows what's going to happen with Hollywood Brown. But I mean, other than that, you know, this is, you can't discount that this is a good team, you know? Yeah. There's, there's no denying that this is a contender next year. Yeah, for sure. All righty. And we will go to the next team being Tyler, which on the, on just outside looking in solid team, Lots and lots of questions like Jacob. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is another C team for me. Like he Ooh. didn't make, he didn't make a ton of moves, you know, like, I mean, I, they, it was somewhat consistent, you know, like he wasn't hurting for points, but he also didn't, it's not like he put up points. Like he didn't have any crazy performances. He didn't have, you know, any, oh, man, like, I have to play Tyler. Like, he just, whenever he beat people, it was, like, almost casual. Like, yeah. you know, well, like, oh, yeah, I won. By, but like, in, in real life terms, it was like, oh, I won 21-17. Yeah. 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 I mean, so it was, he has a team like that. I mean, obviously, Kyler Murray, That I mean, that's going to be an interesting situation if they're having problems now in Arizona. Let alone Kyler Murray. Alvin Kamara that uh, when we talked about it two weeks ago, yeah. Well, and, and which and it's Aaron looking like Jones. there's going to be some yeah, Aaron Jones with the, uh, Aaron Rodgers, and then yeah. well, DJ not just Aaron Rodgers, but AJ Dillon, oh, you know, is kind of eaten into Aaron Jones's snaps yeah. the last half of the season, just like with uh, Ezekiel Elliott and Pollard. You know, yeah, 
AJ Dillon was starting to eat into Aaron Jones's snaps. Yeah. So, and a lot of the goal line carries, if I, if I remember yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, he, and so, now, with that, that being though, said, though, with that being said, I do love Dawson Knox. I do love Javante Williams. Yeah. Javante Williams is where it's like, yeah, that I that's think, where it's going to get crazy. And I think that was his, I think that was his best draft pick. Yeah. Round six. Yeah. And he got a, an RB 19, a top 20 running back. And that's, that's a backup running back. That's RB 19. Yeah. yeah. Imagine if he was, you know, if he was the first string. Yeah. No, there's a gosh. lot of hope for Denver, especially if they get Aaron Rodgers. That yeah. honestly, Denver is a playoff contender out of the AFC. At least, yeah. If they get Aaron Rodgers. And I, I just want to also bring up Rashad Bateman. Is all yeah. is a sneaky, sneaky pick, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. if and if he becomes the number one for that Ravens offense, like that's another uh, great receiving option that you do have. Yeah, exactly. I could see him overtaking up Hollywood within this year and next year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and and uh, I just want to kind of go back to CD and DJ Moore, and really, I mean, with CD, I think there is an issue of too many weapons. From yeah, Pollard. which could be resolved with yeah. Gallup in free agency. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, if all goes well and Dak is back to being Dak, he can push the ball down the field, which is why I even think uh, even think Dalton Schultz was an option last year. Yeah. And so, that, so that's where I'm kind of hoping for CD. And at this point for DJ Moore, I am just hoping he gets a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, he's such a talented player. Like, obviously, I've, I've watched – the Panthers play a lot because I'm a Falcons fan. And, you know, DJ, there's just something about him that's special as a wide receiver, and he just hasn't had somebody to throw him the football. Exactly. Like, he is such an athletic, physical receiver. Yeah. And Great hands. Yeah. And literally just cannot get the ball thrown to him. Yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, with this roster, there's, there's potential. You know, I think – you know, very kind of like casual team again. You know, that's my C for him. But, you know, there's there's hope. I think he can be like a middle of the pack to, you know, top four team. So, like so what do you grade him? C. I, yeah, I go I go B. I know I put B plus on ours, but I, I kind of go uh, B minus because I, I have a few more questions now. Yeah. But see, I have a C plus. So I'm around. I'm in between you guys. Yeah, I mean, but I can definitely – you could persuade me to go C-plus on that too. Yeah. I just don't see how he can – even though he was third, he was still eight and six. And I was like, I don't know how you can go out of that middling, yeah. like six six and eight, the six to eight win season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's go to the worst player in the league. No, just yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, man. Let me let All me right. tell you. Now the roast has begun. Yeah. Welcome to uh, the roast of uh, your co-host Ethan. So thank you for let, coming. Let me tell you, Ethan. Um, this team would have gone farther and probably won if Lamar was healthy. That that's just how I yeah imagine it. Yeah. I think Josh. I think low key Josh Jacobs saved your season though. Yeah. Because I mean, he- yeah, that, that's not. A bad thing to say because I mean he he got twenty five points every week. Yeah, 
And it was like, <laughs> finally, we're seeing consistency out of him. And plus, I mean, we already knew you had Cooper Cup. And Cooper Cup was going to at least give you a chance. But, like, getting Jacobs and getting, like, like a couple other people. Jeff Wilson is a great uh, pickup. Yeah. Uh, and so that basically propelled you into the championship round. Yeah. Now, as far as your team next year, um, it's interesting. But... <laughs> It's intriguing. Really, yeah, it's it's intriguing. But I gave you an A plus for last year, and then oh. just knowing just knowing how you operate, um, I know you're going to be in the running. Now you may have to make a few more moves, however. But I agree. I think you're definitely in the running, though. Yeah, I gave you an A last year. You had pretty solid team you know you rode you rode cooper cup to yep. the championship but in cooper cup but you had a lot of good players in just plugged into the right places that's it you know that's what makes a championship team this next year though you have completely flipped upside down your entire team like I I, see, have, but I I you disagree. Took your roster, I no, but you. I took got your rid of my went, QB and wide receiver one. Yeah, Wee. I got rid of my quarterback and wide receiver one. So That's why? All right. So l- l- actually, let me let's talk about this. So, why was Cooper Cup not untouchable? That <laughs> that's a really hard question to answer. Um, he did it? I'd love to see you answer <laughs> this. Yeah, yeah. We, we need to understand why. So. Cooper Cup for me, I loved what he did, but I didn't see him as the triple crown for next year. Um, Historically, kind of number one options in fantasy have fallen off and people make adjustments. And I I think that's probably the biggest reason is in the NFL, people adjust. They see, oh, crap, we're playing Cooper Cup. Let's make an adjustment. And. Oh, hold on. We just oh, sorry. There yep. we go. Yeah. He's right, back. Lost <laughs> it for one second. Hit hit the wrong button. But people make adjustments to number one players. I mean, you saw Patrick Mahomes struggle this year from winning the Super Bowl the year prior. You've seen you know guys like Derrick Henry maybe struggle a little bit. I think people took some heat off of Derrick Henry for this year, and he kind of showed everyone like, hey, no, nah, I'm still that guy. But yeah. I mean, you've seen it with Tyreek Hill, who's had some times where he struggled. Obviously, with CMC. You know, they've there have been better game plans for him. Obviously, he had injuries not helping him, but people better game plan for him. They so still couldn't stop him. Still yeah. couldn't, which is why I got him. <laughs> but you know, I, I just don't see him as being the number one fantasy player next year. So do you think like even 80% of Cooper Cup would have still been like league winning? Or did you were you like, no. you know what? I'd rather just not play the game and just yeah, I, I didn't want to gamble on it. I didn't want to gamble my season on one person was kind of my thoughts. And I mean, I got Eckler, who's an awesome running back with not a lot of wear and tear on his body in a really good system. And then I got younger at wide receiver with Deontay Johnson, who's in a great position. Yeah, that was a steal, I will say for mm-hmm. you, though, was Deontay. Yeah. So, I mean, if that's the return I'm getting for him, 
I'm okay. And I also got a pick. I don't remember what pick. I think it was a second rounder or something like that. Well, you and I but, swapped. Or third rounder. Was... No, I got some from your wife, but... Um... Excuse me? <laughs> wow. Come on, Ethan. Uh, all right, I'm sorry. It's 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 low hanging. It, it's uh, low hanging, it's, <laughs> it's there. Anyways, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, like I'm I'm excited about Eckler and Johnson. You know, I got younger. I got you know talent. I got upside, and I'm okay with that because I don't want to gamble on him for next year. I think Forget that's that. a very that's a very like good a, a good take on it honestly even though i think cooper cup is still going to be that dude because i still expect everybody to be there including mcveigh um yeah. but i totally understand that perspective not their offensive coordinator now he's he's still going to be good oh, i see uh, him yeah. i see him as like a as a wide receiver like six next year uh, okay so still top him. 10 so yeah still top i think 10, that's, i think that's definitely. fair I think I think he still produces. He just doesn't have the triple crown season like he did this year. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what Ethan's saying. You know, he's, well, he's they're gonna still gonna player. be a top a top wide receiver. He's still gonna be no. great, but he's just because, not going to be the triple crown winner that he was this year. And it even happened with Julio Jones after that 2015 2016 season. I mean, he had he had hard times. Now it didn't waste away a season. I mean, he still had a good season 2016 2017, but he wasn't that guy. I mean, he probably dropped from like wide receiver one to wide receiver like seven or something it, like that. It was it wasn't like a crazy drop off. That was also Kyle Shanahan there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, so, and he didn't have as many touchdowns too as Julio's thing. Oh yeah, that that's um, so that will go down for Cooper Cup especially. But yeah, so I think there's going to be a yards going down. There's going to be a receptions going down. There's going to be touchdowns going down, especially with OBJ who's just. He eats touchdowns. Yeah, I, 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 I was like telling when Ashley was looking at the trade though. I, I was like, look, even, even if Cooper Cup's touchdowns get cut in half, he's still consistent enough that he was getting catches and targets and all that. So he wasn't. Yeah. He's not necessarily touchdown dependent. It just no, got a lot no. of fun when he was just scoring everything. But honestly, yeah. like honestly, like I. I as soon as you were willing to bring him up, I was like, you might have to make the move because Tyreek Hill uh, for her was a little bit more uh, not as consistent. Yeah. And so. Yeah. And having that consistency. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to watch that storyline next year. Um, I mean, obviously if he repeats, it's a win for Ashley. If he doesn't, it's a win for me. And, but I know, mean, that's fantasy. Your running backs being Gibson, Chubb, and Eckler, though, I think are very solid. Yeah. I don't I think Gibson and Chubb both have high floors, but not necessarily high ceilings. But yeah. like if Eckler can mm -hmm. stay top five, though, I think you're definitely going to be in the running again. I mean, I, I don't know definitely. about ceiling for Gibson, but I think he has a ton of potential. Like I think even though he doesn't have a high ceiling. He has the potential to blast through. See, this is and really take off. So I will say, as the person who traded away Antonio Gibson, this this was my thought last year, and I was really excited about it. I don't believe in the Washington system. That's yeah. my problem, and that yeah. is something so far out of his control. To where I realized, to me, it's like I'm not going to play that game anymore. No, and that's that's fair, you know. 
yeah and especially since they're still trying to sign mckissick again so it's just like well he's not going to be the top five guy i thought he could be i guess he could be top 10 but but that also made it easier for me to give him up when i was like oh yeah but i could potentially get a qb1 and lamar right Mm -hmm. i i think i still have a move to make at qb i mean i i think mac jones is going to develop a little bit more as far as the future is concerned Uh, i think he can kind of go up from last year he was qb19 i think he can jump into like the qb Thirteen. I think he could be a low end QB one, like Q, like QB yeah. 11, 12 range. Yeah, and I I think even with how your team is, even if you just get that, yeah, that's all okay. I need. Yeah, that's team. all you need. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, because Deontay Johnson is so consistent, and mm-hmm. especially with Juju leaving, that's a lot of you know potential for my team at wide receiver. I mean, we haven't even talked about DK. I love. Yeah you know, DK moving forward. Cause even though they might lose Russell Wilson, I mean, he's still, it's still, so, DK. he's, he's still young, yeah. you know, I, and we haven't talked about Chris Godwin. Uh, I mean, one thing See, I, I don't into... like DK. Okay. Go talk about that. No, no, no. I just don't like DK. Um, and it's just a big question mark. Cause who, who's going to be their QB if Russ leaves, what's going to happen to that system? Yeah. Cause who's going to be throwing to him? That's, I mean, that's who feeds yeah. your wide receivers. If you get somebody who is a journeyman who doesn't really feed the top wide receiver, he dinks and dunks to running backs, tight ends, that kind of stuff, your wide receiver might not get utilized, you know, yeah. as, as much as you think. So yeah. maybe it's a big question mark for next year, depending on who they get. But I think his future is bright, DK Metcalf, but yeah. maybe not next year with Russ right. leaving. And, and that's Russ more what I'm saying is maybe that's not something for next year, but I love DK because of how young he is and how talented he is. Is more yeah, just, trying just yeah, the and I, I agree dynasty with that. ability. Right. Now, and I mean, I if Russ that. ends up staying, you know, that's still – that's still really good for you, though. Value for Metcalf, yeah. Because that's I, cr- like yeah. that's that's crazy. Like for how bad Russell Wilson played this year, that he was still wide receiver fourteen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is no, something I that don't. needs to probably be said. Um, yeah. I think he's great. I think Chris Godwin has the ability to come back. Uh, it may take injury. some time, but you have at least yeah. that's a, also a receiver available. Right. Yeah, but I I have depth at wide receiver. You know, I have Deontay Johnson. Yeah. I have. Um, I have DeAndre Hopkins. I have Mike Williams. I have Donovan Peoples-Jones, which that could be interesting. I was about to say, that's looking better each day. DPJ, for sure. Yeah, I love DPJ. Ever since he was at Michigan, I, he was one player where I was like, for the future, I this is who I want. That's my guys. That was, for me, that guy was uh, Nico Collins, and I, I haven't been able to get him. But, yeah. uh, but I will tell you, Straight, like straight up though, like that one is definitely one to keep look at because he may become the top option depending on how Cleveland's. Yeah, the Jarvis goes. Landry yeah. situation. Yeah, out. yeah, Jarvis may be leaving. Yeah, but, and but, and speaking of Cleveland too, I mean Nick Chubb. You know, I, I think he's going to have a bounce back year next year because I think Stefanski is going to look in the mirror and say, "Hey, this is going to cost me my job if I don't get Nick Chubb the ball." Exactly. So, to a degree, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it kind of has to, and it's do or die with Baker. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah. ba- Baker better be on his A game for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But let's talk about someone not leaving uh, a team or leaving his spot as a contender in our league. That is the big man himself. Oh. With, I think, even though I, I think Ashley will be Ashley, Ethan, hopefully me in that, uh, in the running and Ryan as well. Yeah. That sounded the- so sad. Hopefully me. Yeah, please. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully me. <laughs> BMC proof, right? You said that. You said that in kind of a whiny voice. <laughs> yeah. Paul's <laughs> right. oh, team is still the best team. Yeah. Hands down. It's still what? number one, surprisingly number one. And I think he, if he like bolsters his receiver wide receiving core, ooh. Yeah. And if and if Jay uh, JT and Najee stay healthy. Well, and Josh Allen and Travis Kelsey. If they all stay healthy, yeah, and he bolsters his wide receiving core, who? It's dang. yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's they, there with T. Higgins and Devontae. No, that was that a sad side. Potential is there. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The, it is there, especially with T. Higgins for sure. Feeling, yeah. I we'll have to see, especially with Kevin O'Connell for sure. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. Najee's my big question mark. If you want to call it a question mark, I don't yeah. know if he hits running back three, largely because they'll yeah. finally have a quarterback who hopefully can push the ball down the field. Yeah. And that's where that's who knows from there. Maybe not RB3, but RB10, maybe, or yeah. RB like seven. Who knows what happens there? I definitely still think um, a backup plan at, at tight end still needs to be discussed just because Travis Kelsey is up there in age. Yeah. And then obviously receiver, it, but that's also where he can he can go to somebody like your wife, and you know, oh yeah, it's like a trade because she's got she's got tight ends and she's got wide receivers and, and wide receivers and he and has running receivers. backs. Yeah, yeah. So, but now the yeah. one thing I will say about Paul is I didn't love some of his offseason moves. I think he kind of sold some things too too easily, too quickly. Um, you know, like I trade with me. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't him. love I don't love him giving away uh, Darrell Williams to Josh. I mean, and Singletary. I don't. Yeah, I don't love him giving away Singletary and only getting like Corey Davis. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see that as an improvement for him. You know, like depth is definitely mm-hmm. like maybe a concern, but yeah. we'll have to see. But like literally, like he literally went zero and four, mm-hmm. and then won the rest of the way. Yeah. Right, like obviously his team is still like incredibly stacked, and I gave him an A plus just because honestly it was the best performing team all year, even yeah. in even in the losses. Yeah, and but. I mean, obviously, receiver and depth has to get addressed. Yeah, it's only an A for me just because of the depth and some of those trades. Um, yeah. I just – I don't love them, you know. I, I think Josh Allen's still here to stay as the number one quarterback. I think yeah. Jonathan Taylor's here to stay as running back number one. Um, but, I mean, other than that, he's Travis got, Kelsey will still probably be a top five tight end. Yeah, I agree and, with that. He's got to figure out some stuff at wide receiver, though. Elijah Mitchell and Sony Michelle can get interesting, though. Yeah, I don't love Sony Michelle, but 
I do think Elijah Mitchell, if he can stay on the field, he has, you know, a lot of injury history, but when he is available, I think he's going to be very good. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, other than that, you know, he just, he just needs to watch his roster, watch his depth, maybe make a couple of moves here and there and get Just a water yeah, trigger. I totally agree with you there. I would sell Sony if he can while his value yeah. is high. I, yeah. I told him to sell as much as he could, like running back wise. So if you got yeah. offers, offer it and, to him. And let's uh, another ace in his, in his sleeve, Trey Lance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's yeah. a great future pick, especially with what's going on yeah. with Jimmy G. Exactly. Is that it? Do we have any more? Um, so let's kind of maybe let's just kind of recap just everything. Um, name your teams who you think are going to be contenders next season. I mean, for me, I would say the top four in no particular order would be Paul, Ryan, Ashley. And then after that, it gets kind of mixing. But those yeah. three for sure. Actually, I'll just go top three for now. Would be Paul, Ryan, and Ashley. And then everything else is kind of mixy. We're going to see what happens. Yeah, I, I'll just say my, kind of my top two tiers as far as um, making things interesting. Tier one for me, Paul, Ryan, Ashley, um, obviously. And then, Ethan, I think you and I are in tier two. So you, me, and I would even uh, put in, like I would say, slide Philip in that category just because yeah. I do think that team's going to get healthy. And then and then the tier below that would be uh, uh, Jacob, Tyler. Jacob, Jacob Tyler, then... And Michaela, probably. And then the Help family yeah. gets oh. its own tier. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I think Alex is in a league of his own. No. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I hope he never watches this podcast. Yeah. Uh, Alex, look, no, no, look, let's, take a, let's stop for a quick second. Let's Alex... Stop. You're such a we, good friend. Yeah, we love look, you, kid. You're, you're, we, and we love you. You're, we love to have you in the league because you are yeah. competitive and want to. And, and you know football. You're active. And, yeah. So you know we, what you need to do. Now go and do it. That okay? Uh, <laughs> well, let's just say. Well, I mean, Ethan hit it right on the head. Don't be afraid to talk to us. Let's just go with that. Yeah, I have. I have opened. I have opened my door to the league. And told them multiple times, if you need help with a trade or if, if you're making a trade and want to run it by me, do it. Yeah. Like, please. My door is always open. I I desire over anything else in this league for there to be fair trades and for them to both, you know, not be both. league upsetting or, you know, going to flip the league upside down. I want... I want people to be happy with the trades that they make on both sides. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Well, guys, we have gone through all 10 teams, past and future. And so now that concludes our uh, roster ep episode. I, I have a quick question before we end, though. Yes. What do you guys see as the top five running backs for next year? Oh, uh, uh, we're gonna go where that's a whole other episode. Yeah, that's a whole, ep that's episode, a whole other but episode. If you had to, if you force me to give an answer, uh, and I'm, I'm not talking about like free yeah. agency, I'm just like right now impacting these rosters for next year's. So, what's your in, top five running in back? no particular order? Derrick Henry, JT, CMC, 
Um, and then I'll go. I'll go Mixon. Really? Yeah, because some I everything tells me with Mixon that it's not going to stick, and then and then my gut is like, you know what? It might stick. And then my and then ooh, last running back. I'll get wild with it, Dobbins. Hmm. I just uh, fantasy wise, I um, think. I think. Oh, actually, Najee. I'll put. Actually, I'll, I'll switch that with Najee. I'll. I was gonna say. Derrick Henry, JT, CMC, or CMC JT. Yeah. Najee and Eckler. Crap! I did forget Eckler. I think. I think Najee put in Eckler. <laughs> <laughs> For me, again, in no like no order really. I think it's gonna be JT. Henry, for the last time, will be a top five running back next year. Um, JT, Henry, Eckler, Mixon, and either Dalvin Cook or Nick Chubb. One of those two will be a top really, five running back think next Cook year. Is, is going to be a top. I don't hate that. I don't, Chubb is where it's, I'm thinking RB8, but I, yeah. I can see Cook. I, I think those two, it'll be one or the other. It'll be one or the other. I mean, that's a run-heavy offense. I don't think Kevin O'Connell's going to change I'm that. A, no, no I'm, I'm a Dalvin Cook, you know, fanboy. I, 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 I mean, Dalvin he even Cook, came out but... in his interview and said, we're staying with the zone running scheme. That's not yeah. changing. Yeah. I, I think and, it may be injuries that might be more of a deal. Yeah. But uh, Kevin, remember, Kevin O'Connell is a quarterback. So yeah. it may be, I honestly, if anything, a few more play action pass attempts, and that might be it. Yeah, 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 and and that's why you know when we were going through all the new coaches, that's exactly what I said. You know, that's he's not going to change a whole lot from the game plan. Yeah, he's really not. That's not his goal. His goal is to kind of keep keep the quid pro quo and change the culture there first. Yeah. Yeah, and then modify the offense and the defense and all of that. So well, he he's got to get the organization and the fans to believe exactly. Because I mean, Dalvin and and JJ came out and said we're going to win a Super Bowl. They believe they're hungry, man. And yeah. that is yeah. being a Vikings fan. I have waited for that hunger. Yeah, on a team. But that's why I see forever. Dalvin as a potential top five running back is because he's yeah. hungry. As long yeah. as he stays healthy. I see him as RB5 in my mind. That's RB5. But I've, I've been waiting for that for years. And to hear that, that just gets me so excited for next year. So yeah. in that case, let's end on and a for good the note. Years. <laughs> let's end on yeah. that note. Just Vikings enthusiasm, because you're not going to hear many podcasts say that. Um, don't forget, you can find us on Facebook, IG, Twitter, YouTube, obviously. Last Place Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, we're also on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Uh, next week's episode is – oh, wow, I totally forgot what next week's episode is. We talked about it yesterday. Uh, it's, gonna, it's the rants, it's isn't it? It's rants? It's we're ranting next week. Yeah, I think it's rants. Is, if the rants are next week, I'm celebrating. I know. Oh, nope, I lied. It's Oh, it's agents. the week after. Free agent. Okay. okay. So free next agents. week we're all, yeah. we are going to be talking about our top free agents 
um, available, not within our league, within the league. Uh, so we'll see as far as who can be impact your fancy team next season. Now, the one Ethan did mention, our rants and research topic, I cannot wait for that just because it may be quite a bit of yelling. Who knows? Uh, but <laughs> I we hope are, so. we're, we're going to come at you with the knowledge there. So for Ethan, for Ryan, this is Josh. Thank you for watching the Last Place Fantasy Football Podcast. If you're in Texas, stay warm, and we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.